0: Welcome to Voice of Change, your radio program, raising transformational leaders. I am your host, Olajimaki Adenowo. Voice of Change is committed to raising the leader in you. Join me on this brief and exciting journey. Welcome to Voice of Change, your favorite radio program on leadership. I get to deal with a lot of young people by virtue of being the founder and coordinator of a faith-based foundation founded in 1999 awesome treasures foundation recognized by the united nations and a part of the Edmond de rochel family philanthropies platform and i deal with the youth on a platform called awesome it's interesting i respect the youth because my father modeled to me how not to be a gerontocrat how not to be one who pulls rank because of age how it is possible that a young person can bring value to the table just as an older person can. What then do we expect to be the difference that the passage of years should normally make in one's leadership style? One would expect that with the passage of years, maybe some stability, experience, if we've been doing the right things with our lives. What are the things is there any difference that could be detected in leadership styles because the generation you grew up in is a totally different generation from another do the dynamics of the society affect leadership style these are questions i would like us to answer as we return after these messages to Voice voice of change by oh, really and from Trish Foundation partners. Subscribe to Voice of Change podcast today and don't miss a single episode. Okay. Welcome back to Voice of Change. I'm your host Ola Olajumoke Adinowo, and we can continue the conversation on Instagram and Twitter at Jimoke Adinowo. Discussing with my younger friends, it began to dawn on me that we have younger people growing up in an era that is very different from the era I grew up in. We have younger people growing up in an era of social media in an era where people they don't know may never meet get to comment on their lives they put their lives out there on instagram on twitter on facebook people who will never matter to them get to say things to this young people and the older ones that end up mattering to them they say they like or they hate what these people say or do or post These people who like hate what the protagonist is saying or doing or posting may never ever meet them they're hiding behind a device somewhere cases that i've seen where people have been attacked on social media and everything virtually venomous outburst against these people horrible vituperations they meet the same people in the airport and they greet them warmly and they spearheaded their attack what is going on therefore we see a situation where We have a national uprising, and people are so careful. They hold their opinions to their chest. Everybody believes something, but then they can, what they believe is the popular opinion, and only what they believe is the popular opinion do they let escape their lips. Why? They don't want to be shamed. They don't want to be disliked. They want to be liked. They want to be hailed. They want to be praised. What is going on? You could be judgmental or critical and say, You should have the force of moral character to say what you believe. Yes, but maybe you grew up in an era where your self-esteem did not depend on being liked or not being liked. Let's say you post a photo of yourself dressed in a certain way and you put it on social media and you begin to wait for likes and you get five likes and you feel, wow, I should have gotten more. And then you post another photo of yourself. Maybe this time. You tweak something about your dress or your trousers, if you're a man, or whatever. You dress in a certain way and you get more likes. As a young person, the likelihood is whatever gets more likes is what you begin to do. And then you find out that you basically tailor your outlook according to the likes. They like, who are these they? We don't know who they are. The amorphous they like when I do this, you do that. They don't like when I do this. Who are these they? I ask again. You don't do it because they don't like it. And soon your life is ruled by they who we will never see. They don't pay your school fees. They don't mourn with you when you mourn. They don't rejoice with you when you rejoice. They do not switch on the light and turn it off in your house. They do not pay your rent. They are not concerned with your mortgage. They do not advance your career. They, who are they? But well, they determine what you do with your life. The tail has begun to wag the dog. Now I'm worried. We're looking at a president who just left America who basically pandered to what a certain they also wanted. They wanted that rhetoric, he gave them that rhetoric. There's no difference, another president is there who a certain they put in power and therefore what they want, he would most likely pander to. Now we're in a situation where the tail is wagging the dog. The people are leading the leaders, it happens, I mean, like the American example I just gave, but in the case of social media, it is worse than ever before because we don't know who the they are and we don't know if the they matter at all but we're raising a generation who are psychologically conditioned to thrive on only affirmation can i repeat that to thrive on only affirmation therefore any criticism at all is seen as hatred as an attack that goes to the very soul. We're raising a generation that feels mortally rejected if they're not praised, mortally wounded when they're not affirmed. We're raising a generation whose brains are psychologically attuned to function on feelings of likes and approval. Everybody likes sugar. If we feed ourselves on sugar, we fall sick in the worst possible way. The diet must be balanced. Rain is good, but when there's too much rain, we've got floods. The sun is good. We can go out and party. If there's no pandemic, when the sun is out, there's too much sun, there's no rain, and there is famine. Young person listening to me today, you need to ask yourself critically, What have I conditioned myself to function on? We need to deliberately begin to look for people who will tell us hard truths. It is so much easier to tell you what you want to hear. It is so much easier to tell you what to make you like me too, because I agree with you. It takes a really good friend to tell you a truth that you don't want to hear. I won't even mention the battle at which the Israelis thought they had everything under control and the cabinet had agreed they were going to war and nobody dissented. It became a norm, a rule. When 10 people meet to decide on an action as critical as going to war, if nine people agree, the 10th person to speak must argue against that position. It does not matter. If you agree, or not if you really also think yes we really should go to war once nine people say we should go to war it is your duty it becomes your role to argue against why we must go to war why because it is dangerous never to hear a dissenting opinion look around you have you configured your relationships in such a way configured your cabinet in the office in such a way Configured your board in such a way your upper management in such a way that there is nobody who will ever tell you anything they know you don't like. Never forget, you need a balanced diet. And the people you need and the people you should value the most are those who respect and love you enough to tell you what you don't necessarily want to hear. Thank you for listening to Voice of Change. For inquiries, please visit www.vocnigeria.com and www.olajumakiadenawa.org. Oh God, it's time for change.